summer's breeze Composing a symphony with every tree you so much Linda. Oh Linda Kidder is our wonderful musician today and she is filled with talent. She's a lead vocalist and backup vocalist for many wonderful performers um, here in, in this area and throughout Canada, US, Europe. Uh, we're honored to have her share this time. Her work has been everywhere as I said US, Europe, Canada. She's been with Katie Lang and Albert Hall in London, Ed Sullivan Theatre in New York. Wow. So recently, Linda was commissioned to write a song for the Labyrinths of Hope Society. She also animated videos for YouTube for her originals, My Halo, Oddly Calm and Mad at Myself, the latter co-written with Beverly Elliott. 
She's released four CDs and has twice taken part in readings in Margaret Atwood's Year of the Flood, along with Rebecca Jenkins and Jane Mortifee. In 2009, she performed at Ottawa's National Arts Centre, finishing off a Canadian tour and opening for George Jones. Thank you, thank you, Linda, for so privileged to have you today. I'm Georgia Neekin. I'm one of our licensed practitioners here at Centre for Spiritual Living White Rock. And I have the privilege of also being the practitioner rep for all of Canada and Washington State. So it's, it's, a, it's work that I, I love. Uh, we are an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based on the lower mainland of British Columbia, Canada. As we begin our ga gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwantlen, Katsi, and the Stolo nations. So welcome for all of you that might be first time guests. We're so glad you're here. If you haven't already, please introduce yourself on the chat space. Um, I'm here, my husband, who's in the blur behind me, <laughs> zooming in from Pitt Meadows and uh, uh, a little bit away from, from White Rock. And remember this time of year, our dear treasurer, dedicated treasurer, Nancy Lee has prepared, has been pre preparing our um, 2021 tax receipts and they've now been sent out. So if you have any questions about your receipts, please send an email to nancy at admin at cslwhiterock.com. Maybe someone could put that in the chat for, for us. She'll be in touch with you as soon as possible. We have two fabulous workshops coming up. First of all, on Tuesday night, myself and Tamara uh, Rossender, our other practitioner and minister in training, are doing our fourth annual board, vision board workshop and it's lots of fun um it's like a party and we love doing it we're doing it in two two parts and if you have you know some spare time and you just want to zoom in with us tuesday night uh please don't hesitate to register on our website and we'd love to see you it, it's a lot of fun um get your best beverage uh bring your glue stick and your scissors and be ready to cut and paste so, and we will send you, uh, we have terrific handouts for that workshop as well. The other workshop coming up right after service on the 16th is Cultivating a Miracle Consciousness. Um, it's a two hour interaction with Rev Champion Fleming. It's an interacting, uh, it's interactive and it's inspiring offering. This workshop pairs well with creating your sacred vision board, the one that we're doing on Tuesday. And it get, you get a chance to engage in thoughtful contemplation of your intentions for the new year and be encouraged to approach these intentions with possibility, wonderment, and hopeful ex expectancy. So sign up today and we'll post the link in the chat. And let's start off 2022 full of possibility. Just a few other announcements. All information about upcoming classes and events along with Zoom links can be found on our website at cslwhiterock.com. It's also included in our weekly email newsletter. If you're not getting our newsletter, uh, you can find that spot where you can um, sign up to receive that. It's, it's great to have it pop into your, into your email each week and that's got the Zoom links and everything there for you to be able to share with us, be with us on Sunday. So if you wanna be on the list, please type your email in the chat and we'll be sure that you're added right away. It's a great way to find out what's going on in our center. 
We're so glad that you're part of our vibrant and growing community. Reminder, if you'd like prayer today, or affirmative prayer, as Dr. Edward says, um, please let Nicola know. And she's our web master today. And she will make sure that you're in a private room with one of us. Um, three of us are on deck today. Uh, dear Jill Inglis and Diane Vachon is here as well as myself. So we'd be happy to meet with you after the service today. Champion Fleming is an organizational development consultant and leadership coach working with the national nonprofits and labor unions who are committed to anti-racist strategies that lead to cultural and political change. Champion has worked for decades on the LGBTQA issues, AIDS awareness and poverty and racism. They have been in service as a practitioner and minister in training at CSL Davis and Davis, California, and the East Bay Church of Religious Science in Oakland, California. As Minister of Organizational Development, Rev Champion has contributed greatly to our center, CSL White Rock, through strategic planning, facilitating workshops and classes and many other roles. As Jill mentioned today, they did a fantastic job last Friday with our leadership team. I mean, it was, they rocked it, I, I tell you. Their passion for going deep has landed beautifully on our community and we're very privileged to have them today. And you always know you have a terrific leader when you walk away feeling inspired and remembering what was said. And that is so true of Rev Champion. Welcome Rev Champion. Thank you, thank you everybody. It's great to be here with you today. Um, so blessed um, by everything that's come before this moment. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Jill, for re-speaking re that prayer that we spoke on Friday. And thank you for, I think Nancy transcribed it and Nicola recorded it. So this is the perfect constellation of folks shepherding the what's next for this community. And I know that this has been quite a time to be looking out from, you know, we're just launching the Gregorian calendar for 2022, launching into the new year. And there's so many things that we're looking out at. I know you all are looking out at snow. <laughs> um, not all of you, some of you are in Mexico, but um, we're looking out from our lives, many of us in quarantine or in isolation. Um, looking out at things that we wouldn't necessarily choose for ourselves. And so how, how, do we, how do we move forward into this with as much ease and good feeling and grace in our lives as possible? And so my talk today is cultivating a miracle consciousness. And I'm gonna just pose this question what if everything was a miracle? Even the things that we don't want, what if they're also miracles? And what if we lived our lives as if everything was a miracle? And I think one of the keys to this is what if? And I'm asking you to consider this question, what if? versus why, <laughs> why is this happening? 
And how does that feel when you say, what if versus why? Why is this happening to me? Or what if this was the best thing that could ever happen to me? And the what if is a really good preposition because it sets us into an atmosphere of possibility. And that's really what cultivating a, a miracle consciousness is. It's about creating an atmosphere that we can let spirit in to be with us, right? Creating an atmosphere of possibility, of loving what is, letting go of resistance, releasing cynicism, surrendering our judgment, and allowing whatever thing is happening to fully happen. And when we ask what if, we aren't denying the challenges we're experiencing. We aren't denying the feeling that we're facing but we're just allowing the truth of who we are as divine beings to occupy that, occupy that space of the what's happening. We are all divine beings and we have been created by the thing itself with all the power of that thing within us, that power that creates worlds is within us. And when painful situations arise and we're in our human experience, we get to feeling as if we're separate from source. We get to feeling as if we're shut down from the love and power and presence of spirit. And it's part of the human condition that we forget and then we remember again. So this isn't about beating ourselves up, but it's about creating an atmosphere in our lives where it's okay to have happenings. It's okay to have feelings. This philosophy, these practices we practice, this spiritual life isn't gonna conceal us from or partition us off from getting stuck in the snow or getting COVID but it can lighten, it be a lighter experience for us, a more hopeful experience for us. And so when we're facing the loss of a job or the loss of a relationship or the momentary loss of our health, we wanna feel through that, but not get stuck there. Because when we fight it, we amplify it. When we fight our feelings, we amplify them. When we resist, they persist. So how do we move through what we've been served up in a way that we're not amplifying our suffering? How do we move through it in a way that we're clear that the power that creates worlds is within us? And if we can move into a what if question, then we can relieve that pressure and open up to the truth. In this philosophy, we teach that all the power there is, all the presence there is, 
all the life that there is, the living spirit almighty, the divine and living spirit, it's within us. This is our wholeness and this is our oneness with each other. And we evoke this when we can move into what if. What if there's something unexpectedly beneficial in this experience for me? And you can fill in that blank right now. Whatever, whatever's going on, your car is stuck in the snow, you're stuck in Mexico with COVID. What if there is something unexpectedly beneficial in this for me? What if when I feel through my feelings about this, the sun is gonna come out and it's gonna be shining on me and through me brighter than it ever has before. And it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is possible. You know, many years ago, I was in practitioner training at East Bay Church of Religious Science in Oakland, California. And I had a lovely roommate that I met at, at the center. And she was perpetually leaving the back door unlocked or the front door unlocked. Or I would come home and the window to the outs to the street would be flung wide open. I'd, hello? Well, nobody was home. Nobody was home. She was totally spaced out and she was not locking our house. <laughs> and it, it, sometimes when the wind was just right, it would blow open the back door, which would tick the sensor on the alarm and the alarm would go off and I'd get a call from the alarm company. There's been an intruder. You know, this, the alarm companies are very alarmist. Do you want us to send the cops out? And I would say, no, no, it's my roommates just really spaced out. I'll go home and I'll, I'll can you untrip the sensor and I'll go home and lock up. And sometimes I would miss the call from the alarm company and the cops would go to the house. And in fact, one time I came home, opened the door and there was a cop sitting on the couch petting my dog. And which you wouldn't be able to resist a little time on my couch petting my dog either, but it was not really what I, what I wanted to come home to. And so you get the idea, this was like persistent. It was a persistent issue. It was so persistent that we paid many hundreds of dollars to the city of Oakland for false alarm fees. So it was an expensive issue. It was not fun issue. And it was like at the height, it was sort of 2009, 2010 when in the US, and I think you guys also maybe had a crash in Canada, but we had a crash. My home value was down. My clients ran away. Like things were not that happy. And thankfully I was in practitioner training, but all my friends and even some of my spiritual friends were telling me, you've got to go in there and you have got to tell her she's putting you at risk for theft or worse, something worse. And then other friends would say, you've got to kick her out. Doesn't she know that Oakland is a high, high crime spot and you're in the middle of the highest crime spot of the crime spot? And don't you know, don't you see those online community apps where people are talking about all the crime in your neighborhood? 
but I was in the middle of my practitioner training and I had the capacity to say, what if? What if leaving the windows and the doors wide open in, in, in Oakland is actually evidence of just how safe we are? What if leaving the windows and doors wide open is evidence of our divine protection? What if we are living in the midst of so much love, so much grace, that even when people are losing their jobs and their homes and crime is on a rise because people aren't doing great, we are in fact persistently safe and protected and cared for and surrounded by love. So I made, you might call it a vision board. So go to the vision board workshop. So I made a vision board a collage of all the things that I loved about my roommate, her wild hair, her energetic spirit, and I conveyed with all these little images, all the ways she had been generous toward me. And then I wrote, I love you. And I put it on her door. And when she came home from work, she saw this little art piece that I'd made and she just burst into tears. And she was like, how did you know that I needed this? I've been having such a hard time lately. And then I called the alarm company and I canceled our alarm service because I knew the what if was so clear that in this experience, I surrendered judgment and I allowed what to happen, what was happening to happen. I had my feelings about it. And then I found the truth, the miracle of living in an unlocked home under full divine protection in Oakland, California. And so what, what's coming up for you? What is bubbling up for you as I tell this story? Are you wondering what if I lived life as, every, as if everything was a miracle? I mean, what would life look like if we could live everything as a miracle if we could live more what if questions and now being non-binary this isn't the best quote for me because it's so binary but albert einstein said we can live life as if nothing is a miracle or as if everything is a miracle and so i'm going to choose to live life as if everything is a miracle and this has been my choice for some time to see everything as sacred, to see everything as an opportunity to express more love, more life, more divine. And so <laughs> when I tested positive for COVID in early December, I was in upstate New York, thousands and thousands of miles away from home with my motor vehicle full of stuff that I was going to go play in the world, right? I was going to go play. I was going to go up to Canada. Then I was going to drive down south and do a whole thing. I was going to go see Bella in Texas. But I couldn't do any of it. I was super disappointed. 
all of my all of my plans were canceled. And not only that, I was alone. I was solo in New York in this strange Airbnb, wondering like, what's gonna come out? Like, what is this gonna be? What is COVID gonna be like in me? So I was frustrated and resistant. I was judgmental about my choices. I was cynical about my future. I was worried about my health. I was just in all of that human stuff. But I knew I had made a choice to be in what ifs. I had made a choice to live as if I was gonna love this present moment, as if my life was unfolding perfectly as it should, as if getting COVID in the snow in New York was in fact a miracle. And I couldn't just get there. It was really hard. I, was really hard to get to the what if. So in, I was remembering Francis Scoville Shin's book, The Game of Life and How to Play It. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna play this like a game. I'm gonna play Opposites Day. This is like when my nephews had Opposites Day at school and they'd put all their clothes on backwards and they go to school and they sit in the wrong seat they do every, they'd have lunch for breakfast and breakfast for lunch and do everything reversed. And they just thought it was a hoot. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna play opposites day. And I'm gonna say, what if getting COVID is a miracle? Well, this must be a miracle. This must be a miracle. And so I was just lying on this couch, thankfully in this little bay, sawmill bay of Lake Ontario. And it felt like I was on the lake in a boat. And I was just watching the lake freeze and thaw and freeze and thaw. And I quarantined there solo. And I tried to keep myself in a state of wonder and awe. And so when I left New York, I didn't go on any freeways. I drove all back roads because that makes me happy. So <laughs> I virtually drove all back roads from upstate New York to, <laughs> to Oakland. And I kept returning to the question because I didn't have, I couldn't just ask it once, what if this is a miracle? Because I had to keep asking it. I had to keep asking it. What if this is a time to dream and to daydream and to imagine a future where we learn to care deeply for each other? We learn to care deeply for strangers. We learn to bridge difference. We learn to really be one with each other. And I was thinking, okay, well, Omicron is so easy, like these variants get easier and easier to get. And it's just really demonstrating the truth of our oneness. And what if in this oneness, we can turn toward each other with a love, a deeper, deeper love than we've ever experienced before? What if this is the miracle? And what if I get Omicron and now I, I get to not be judgmental of other people who get COVID. I get to have more compassion for myself and other people, right? I get to drop the judgment. I get to drop it toward myself and I get to drop it toward everybody else. That in itself is a miracle. 
And what if we can begin to express this love, the love we hear about from prophets and saints? Because if there is a new revised and updated version of the Bible being written, surely we are getting a new chapter. We are getting the new gospel of how we overcame global health challenges, global environmental destruction. We're, we're getting this new chapter and we are written into it. And with that, we're getting a new Moses, a new Buddha, a new Muhammad, a new Jesus, right? Surely this is the miracle that's gonna be on the other side of this. And so I, I set my intention for 2022. What if I live this year from a state of extraordinary tenderness? What if I live this year being the one in the room who isn't afraid to love the most? What, what if? What if I live 2022 as much as possible as if it is a miracle? Because my breath is a miracle. My heartbeat is a miracle. These are breathed for us. We are breathed by the divine. And so next Sunday, I'm, uh, you can same bat channel will be here next week. I'll be uh, Tamara Rossender will be speaking and then I'll be hosting a workshop called Cultivating a Miracle Consciousness. And much of this workshop is inspired by a book by Melody Beattie called Make Miracles in 40 Days. And I've been working with her practice for about five years, mostly on, but sometimes off. And she presents us with this idea that miracles are everyday occurrences. They're the normal and logical outcome of living the truth that we are divine and that all of life is within us and that we can be in alignment with, in harmony with this truth, even when stuff is really hard. And in fact, she has a practice for, it's a 10 minute daily miracle practice for working through things that you really need support with, something you can't do on your own, like, having COVID alone in New York. And so I'm gonna bring forward this practice, which is like really giving thanks for all of it, feeling through the all of life, all that life serves up to us. And then I'm also adding in another future gratitude practice, which is really, really amazing. We've done it um, with the board here and it's sort of a mashup that I've created from different spiritual teachers. Um, and it's another really short practice that you can add to your toy box that will have uh, an impact. I mean, I'll just say it'll have an impact. And so all of this to say that we can create and cultivate a mindset of miracles by just being present to everything that we're feeling without resistance, without judgment. 
and that we can love what is and we can be present to what is happening, to be fully present to what is happening. And then we can remember that all the power that there is, all the presence that there is, all the life that there is, the living spirit almighty, the divine one that created us is within us. This is our wholeness. This is the proof of our oneness. And we evoke it when we ask, what if? We evoke this truth by saying, what if? And so can you play Opposites Day this week? Can you call that biggest challenge your greatest opportunity? And can you ask, what if, this week? What if you can create a miracle consciousness in your life? I love you, and I'm so grateful to be here with you. And so it is. Ah, so just take a deep breath in with me and release. Just arriving fully in this present moment, knowing that in this moment, God is, that there is one power, one presence, one infinite intelligence, one source for all wisdom. And that this source is in and through and as each one of us, that each one of us was burst into being in a moment of brilliance. The divine brought each one of us into form. And it lives through us, in us, as us, and it surrounds us. That we are 100%, not partially, but 100% guided, protected, encouraged, if we had half an inkling of the dreams and purpose that was instilled in us from the divine at the moment of our creation, we would be dancing in the street in joy, just knowing that each one of us is able to access this. A little more in each moment, a little more each day that we live from the love, we live from our purpose. We live from this idea that our wholeness is within us and that we are each one with this divine and one with one another. I know that this what if idea of living from a deep love and care for everyone is possible and it's happening now. I know that living with work that we love, that feeds us, that sources us, makes us so prosperous is happening now. I know that all of our relationships, our friendships, our love relationships are thriving and that we are thriving in our body temples that the source that created worlds is in us at a cellular level, healing us, making life and an energetic thriving life possible in the here and now. 
I know all of this and so much more is happening through each of us, through each of our consciousness, and that it combines together for so much power. A different world is be, being created from this moment. It's already underway. The answer is yes, 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 and more yes. I give thanks for the miracle that is Zoom that brings us together from all across the US and Canada and Mexico and beyond to be together in and as the one to know the divine, the power of the divine in ourselves and in each other. I know this community is blessed and expansion is underway. I just give thanks. I release this word as we are released to our week, knowing it is already done. I let it go, I let it be, and so it is. And so it is. Hmm. Hmm. The sun is shining here in BC, <laughs> and it really is, just like California. It's the miracle of having Zoom so that we can have you here all the way from California. What an amazing time today, amazing time today. So now is our time for offering. We're on a mission to awaken humanity and its spiritual magnificence. And if you were inspired today by today's music, our message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gifts, your tithe, your offering. You can donate to our website, which is now posted on the chat. If giving online doesn't work for you, can you can mail us a check or send an e-transfer. All of the info is in the chat. So gifts of all sizes are helpful. Know that your contribution makes a positive difference. And we couldn't be here without your, without your donations. So thank you for that. Please join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive, and so it is. And so 